everyone, welcome back to Sunday Scripture here at All Saints Catholic Church in Dallas, Texas. Today we're talking about the readings for September 19th, which is the 25th Sunday of Ordinary Time. Uh, we've got readings from the Book of Wisdom, Chapter 2, the Letter of St. James, Chapters 3 and 4, and the Gospel of Mark, Chapter 9. Um, so the readings start out a little intense this week uh, with uh, the wicked say, let us destroy the just man. And that's like the whole first reading. Um, and it's the description of what you know, the wicked person is, is saying. You know, let's put the just man to the test and let's destroy him for he's obnoxious to us and you know, see if he really is as patient or as gentle or whatever it is that um, he claims to be, uh, which we'll come back around in the gospel. And then in the second reading from the book of St. James, we have uh, him talking about selfish ambition and uh, the, kind of the origin of, of conflict and uh, unrest in, among people. And he starts it off saying, you know, pretty, pretty basically, like, where does all this come from? Like, it comes from you wanting stuff more than you care about what you should care about. Yeah. Um, you know, it's from your passions and your ambitions that you let get the best of you. Um, which, actually, both of those readings work in well with the Gospel this week. Uh, which, again, from Mark, starts out with uh, Jesus talking to the disciples about how he's going to be killed and then buried and, you know, raised on the third day. And it mm -hmm. says they still have no idea what he's really talking about. Uh, even then, but they don't. They're kind of too scared to ask yep. what ask clarifying questions at this point, uh, which is interesting. But then he goes on and talks about. Um, well, I guess they're they're moving from one place to Capernaum, and on the way, the apostles are talking about who among them is is the greatest. And, and Jesus knows that because he's Jesus. But he asks them after a while, like, "Hey, what were y'all talking about on the way?" And they kind of don't say anything. But he still addresses it anyway because again, he's he's Jesus. Um, and so he's, he's talking about if you want to be first, if you really want to be first, like the actual, you know, you, you got to be last. Important. Yeah. yeah. If first. you really want, yeah. yeah. And so, it, and he says, you know, the, what you've all probably heard so many times that the first will be last and the last will be first, um, describing uh, that if you want to be great and powerful or whatever it is, that what you really want is actually to be holy and to be a servant and to be. Um, you know, a humble person like Christ, who is literally going to die for us, right. that he created. Um, and so he's sort of flipping that all on its head, just as a, um, which I think is just perfect in the fact that they didn't tell him what they were talking about, but he still talked about it yeah. to them. Um, and then he, he closes that talking about, he, he, he says he brings a child in front of the rest of the group, and he says, whoever receives a little one such as this receives me and the one who sent me. Um, and there's some more to that even beyond what we were saying, but... Uh, there's a, there's there's a lot of talk of what is actually humble, what is actually you know um, what we should be working for in all these readings. Yeah, I mean, I, I like that you know in in wisdom, um, you would usually think in the book of wisdom like it's just going to be a bunch of wise sayings, but in this one it kind of flips it. It's like no, here's what the wicked people say, the unwise people, uh, and it goes through this like almost a. Um, like a description of Jesus, and then it's like, and then we're gonna put him to the test to see if God actually cares about him. Right. And it's like, no, like guys, this is not how this works. <laughs> you know, uh, you you have a good and righteous person, and the idea is like we're gonna we're gonna beat him and torture him and do all these things to see if God really cares. Um, yeah, and it, it's it's kind of ridiculous. And then you have James's uh, letter. And I, I, I really like this letter. I, I don't think I've spent a fair enough time in James's apostolic letter before, but 
really looking through the readings the last few weeks and, and kind of processing all of those things. And this week's, um, we, we talk so much with young people about leadership and different things. And I think what James talks about here is leadership in different ways, right? Like nobody who's passionate, I, I tell people all the time, if you're passionate about something, then we can talk about it. But if you're just going to complain about something or you just want to ha- express a concern, but you're not actually passionate about it, like, I don't want to listen. Like, y- there's no point to this conversation. But if you're passionate, like, let's let's talk. And I think what happens sometimes with people is that passion um, can get very, uh, it can cause people to become very distorted with their views on things sometimes, right? And when we talk about leadership, you know, when we talk about effective leadership, Hitler was an incredibly effective leader. He was very passionate about what he believed in. Now, obviously those passions were very um, wrong. <laughs> uh, I guess is the easiest way to say it. They were, they were uh, perverse in a way that they, they changed what was good. Um, but he was passionate and so people followed him. And I think in James's letter, when he's talking about all these things, he even ends it by kind of saying, like, what you're asking for is not given to you because what you're asking for is selfish. Like, you're asking for something that is for your own personal gain. And that's not any of our goal, right? Like, all of us who ask for things should be asking for things because it betters the kingdom of God. It grows who you are as a person of faith. It, it has an effect on the world in a greater sense of um, what that world is meant to be, which is God's kingdom. And, uh, you know, I, I, I was, I found something the other day where somebody was like, how do you respond to people who, uh, feel like their prayers always go unanswered? And we've talked so many times over the last few weeks about like, no prayers are always answered in one of three ways. It's either yes, no, or not right now. And, you know, I think sometimes we get caught up. It's very easy for all of us. I know I've done this we get caught up in prayer and it's only for our own personal gain. Like, God, if you can let this happen for me, if you can do this for me, if you can be there for me for this. And then we're, we're really good about asking God for things. We're really bad about thanking God for things. Um, and I think this is where the gospel comes in so powerfully that it's like, you all want something from me and it's to be the greatest among all of the people, but that's not what I'm here for. You know, what I'm here for is to teach you that all of us are called to this mission of growing the faith together, period. There's no, this person's better at it than that person's better at it. Like, all of us need to be doing it. And I think he brings the child into the fold to show that, like, that innocence and that purity, you know, uh, kids don't worry about their own selfish personal gains in a passionate way that adults do. You know, wars are fought because of man's passion. Children don't fight wars because of passion. Like, they might get an argument on the playground about, like, whose turn it is to get pushed on the swing, but they're not going to, you know, they're not going to start a war about it. Um, And so I I love that he brings the child into their midst and is like, look out for them, right? And most people, most people have the good sense that when they see a child, like, they respond differently. They don't respond in a way that, like, their passion takes over and there's anger. You know, everybody has limits, and I understand that. But for the most part, we treat a child a little differently. 
Uh, and I also love that at the very end of this, it says that like Jesus embraces that child, gives that child a hug. It's like, thank you for letting me use you as the example <laughs> in front of these adults who are passionate. We'll go with that word. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Unwise. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I think I think the way that James phrases it in the, I think it's right in the middle of his letter, at least the, the portion we're reading for the Sunday, says... Um, sow peace in your life. Like if you will, yeah. if you sow peace, like, it's, this is not where, because Jesus says elsewhere you'll reap what you sow. This is somewhere different. But the idea of like, are you, I don't know, it's, it's like, the, um, there's that old Native American proverb. I don't know if it's actually a real thing, but I've seen it in places of like, there's a, the two wolves inside you. Yeah. One, It's like, which one wins? The one that you feed. Um, that, that's, that's very much, I think, kind of where a lot of this can come down to of like, what are you feeding your heart? What are you, you know, tr- choosing to believe, what are you choosing to say, what are you choosing to you know, spend your time and your energy on? Um, okay. Is it peace or is it, is, it, you know, is it God? Is it actually the kingdom of God and what he wants you to be doing? Or is it your own selfish desires? Um, and yeah, we see that in all of the, the readings that that's, that makes so much of a difference. Yeah, I, I was listening to a TED talk randomly yesterday about leadership and organization and the first question that the the person asked in this was if you want to know what kind of person you are right now and what kind of person you're going to become look at your calendar what's on there what's most important to you you know if you don't have prayer on your calendar if you don't have mass on your calendar if you don't have time with your family on your calendar then everything else is more important to you um and i know that's a generalization um but i i you know, it's, it's true. Like if all of my priorities are set on other things, then what am I, where is God fitting? It's always going to be the afterthought, right? That, that sowing of peace, like James is talking about, is always going to be after all my other passions, all my other things that I care about. And if God moves further and further down that list, then I've forgotten what is actually good. I've forgotten that humility. I've forgotten that, uh, that, that thing that I should be most passionate about. Um, and I, you know, I, we all know that we are in a place right now that is very filled with conflict. You know, we have conflict in the Middle East, we have conflict in the United States, we have conflict in Texas and Dallas and our church and our schools. I mean, there, there is conflict on every level, um, you know, even in our homes. And this is where we have to look at things and say, What's what's most important? You know what? How do we um, how do we take those things that we are most passionate about and order them in the correct way? Right. Yeah. So. I, I think that that's a good way to kind of set up our, our challenge of the week of yeah. look at your well, not just look at your calendar, but honestly look at what it is that you really plan in your life. What is it that you? What are your priorities? Yeah. Um, and is God at the top of the list or or not uh, everything else you know, yeah, falls in place behind that but unless that's at the top of the list you're you're really missing the whole point the whole point um, yep. and so it's I think that's a good way to that's a good challenge for us this week is just evaluate where our priorities are um, and how we can make God that priority that number one priority in our life yeah. Yeah. so thank you again for joining us this week be sure to come back next week as we talk about the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time Until then, please pray for us. Know that we are praying for you, and we'll see you then. God bless. God bless. Bye, guys.